Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, so I want to welcome you to the New Work Revolution podcast. And I'm pretty excited about today's show. Got some inspiration recently from a coaching call. And it's a question that I get a lot of times, and it has to do with underperformers or people who just don't seem to perform at the level that we expect them to. And so as leaders, that can be a tricky situation, right? You've got someone who's underperforming, they're not doing well, and we just don't know how to fix this person. How do we help them, right? And One of the things I want to talk about today, and this might be a little counterintuitive, in fact, it might be a little controversial, and in fact, you may listen to this and get angry by the mere suggestion that's going to come out of my mouth right now. But what if we made our businesses more about our teams? What if we did that? And let me tell you how that relates to what happens when we have a teammate or someone on our team as leaders that's underperforming. And here's the thing. Issues are always going to come up. They're always going to come up. And the question is, how do we want to address these things? Now, I've talked in the past about the fact that, look, you can have influence or you can have control, but you can't have both. So in leadership, look, I can yell, I can threaten, I can reprimand, I can uh, rule with an iron fist, I can micromanage, I can do all these things in the effort for control. But it's, it's kind of a classic paradigm. I mean, when you get to a certain space with a person, you can't control someone. I mean, you just can't, you don't have control. And this is why managing people is not a good idea. What we want to do is we want to manage outcomes in our business. We want to manage results. We don't want to manage people. We want to give people the tools that they need to do their job. But influence is a big part of this. And when I have influence, I can speak into someone's life and I can help them find the answers. Because the reality is, is that our team, they they know the right answers. They know what they're supposed to be doing. They know how to do their job at a high level. They just need someone to support them And help them see the big picture because sometimes we all forget what that looks like. So as issues arise, we have to make that decision. How do we want to handle this? Can we get, should we get pissed or should we just sit down and find out where someone's at and what's going on in their life? And when I have influence, now I have the opportunity in these situations to really speak into someone's life and find out what's really going on with where they're at. And so this comes down to the the next thing here. So when you're confronting a situation like this and you have someone that isn't doing their job, the question I always ask a business owner is, what are their goals? And I'm amazed at how often a business owner or a leader of a business looks looks at me or pauses on the phone and says, I don't know. I don't know what their goals are. So here's the problem. Does your team work for your goals or do they work for their goals? And in case you thought that they worked for your goals, I want to tell you that you are mistaken. They work for their goals. People come to work for things that they want out of life. 
fulfillment from their job, money that allows them to do other things in their personal life, um, an opportunity to work with a team. All these different things come up for someone as they get a job. It's not make the business owner more money, make the executive more successful. Um, you know, those things, while they could happen, aren't necessarily at the forefront of their mind. They also want to be part of something bigger than themselves. They want to be part of a, a purpose. And our job as leaders, because so many people have a hard time with this, where we can create impact is we can connect the dots for these people and help them understand how the work that they does serves a bigger purpose, but also serves their purpose. And so the question becomes, how do you help people with their next step? How do you get them to that next level? So first thing you need to do is you need to sit down and find some things out about these people that work for you. These, uh, you know, people that anyone that works for you, what do they want to do in their job? Why do they work there? What do they want to accomplish? What are some things they want to learn? What do they want to know? What do they want to do? What are they scared of? What are their fears? I mean, here's the thing. When you look at a lot of organizational consultants and people that work with organizational dynamics, it's no secret as to why many of those people have a degree in psychology. Because what we want to do is we want to find out what motivates people. But the reality is, is that you can figure these things out. You don't need a degree in psychology to know what makes people tick and why they do that. You just have to pay attention and get committed to that process. I don't have a psychology degree, but this is something that I committed myself to so that I could understand my team better when they were underperforming. And my first default when a team was underperforming was to say, well, my team sucks. But then I started taking some ownership of that process and saying, well, how can I support these people better? How can I make work more about them? How can I make it about them? How can I create a fun environment? How can I help them feel fulfilled? How can I educate them? How can I pour into them? And you know what's funny? When we do that, which we're scared to death to do, but when we do it, you know what happens? People start getting inspired by, I almost said expired, uh, inspired by what it is that you do. They get inspired for the mission. They get inspired to help you as a business leader or an owner. They want Now they want to come to you and say, hey, how do I help you get to the next level? One of the funnest conversations that I ever had with an employee after I'd spent a lot of time really pouring into them and helping them and supporting them in their career, I had an employee turn around and look at me and say, you know what? What do you want to accomplish? What are your goals? How do I help you get to the next level? And I thought, holy shit, we've done it. We've created that reciprocation of, hey, I pour into you, you help me. But sometimes we get into this vicious cycle, right? And these cycles are hard. Um, we get into a cycle where if your team doesn't do for you, you don't want to do for them. And we see these things in a lot of different dynamics, right, with our spouses. And we'd like to say that we love our spouse unconditionally all the time, but we don't. Because when our spouse screws up about something and we're pissed, now I'm going to withhold. And when, when I withhold in areas, then she withholds. And we've got this whole withholding cycle where we're pissed and someone needs to make the first move. Well, the same thing is true in business. When you've got your employees, this is a cycle. You can take the first step as a leader and you must as a leader to break the cycle and break it down and pour into your people so that later they feel like they can pour into you. They can trust you to do that. So how can you help them with their next step? Number one, you need to identify their goals. What do they want to accomplish? 
You know, talk about how you can help them get there. What are their obstacles? What's going on? I want to know about them. But the other part of this, and I've talked about this a lot because it's so important, you've got to connect with your team. You've got to be able to connect with your team. So when you have underperformers and you're just not sure how to handle the situation, you've got to connect. It's so important. And connecting is about learning about them, but it's also about doing other things outside of your business or, or your world of work to really connect with people on a different level. One of the, you know, I, I loved spending time with my team outside of the office. I loved it. I loved bonding with them. I loved hanging out. I just love that. I love to have people over at my house. I love to do that. Love to have people over, and I like to connect with them that way too. When you have someone over at your house, it just creates a different environment and an atmosphere for someone. Because now when someone comes over to your house, they see pictures of their fa- of your family on the wall, just like them. They see maybe a kitchen that's not perfectly clean, just like them. They see dog crap on your lawn in the backyard, just like them. They see oil spots in the garage, just like them. They see you now as a human being. And I want to make sure that I take that time to recognize and connect with them. And I want people to see that I'm not some robot or some guy in an ivory tower that's just uh, speaking down upon them and and uh, trying to get the most out of them that I possibly can. I want this to be a relationship that is beneficial. But I need to go first. As a leader, I have to go first. I've got to be vulnerable. I've got to share. I've got to point out my own shortcomings. I've got to be willing to take the time for these people that work for me so that I can make this relationship beneficial. So think about this in your world of work, in your business, in your leadership. How can you make work more about your team? How can you make the culture more fun? How can you hold people better accountable, right? We talk about accountability. How can you hold people accountable? How is that helping them? But that's helping them be better. That shows I care. I'm going to hold you to a high standard. So how can you do these things? How can you do these in your world of work? If you don't know your team's goals, that's the first thing that I would recommend. Find out what your team cares about and why they care about it. Don't just, you got to ask deep questions though. You can't ask on the surface, hey, what do you want? Hey, I want to buy a new house. Okay, you could leave it at that and that's fine. That may motivate them. But the reality is, is why do you want a new house? Right, And for those of you who coach with me who are listening to this, you know that I ask questions like this. If you tell me, hey, I want to double my revenue this year in my business, my first question to you is why? Why is doubling your revenue important? Because it's really not about the money. I know that it's not. And people will tell me that. Well, it's not about the money. You know, they apologize for saying it. Hey, I, you know, it's not that I'm about the money. I know it's not about the money. But what does that allow you to do that you can't do today? That's what I want to know. Why do you need a bigger house? Are you expanding your family? Is your living situation not right? Where where is the motivation there? And now I can use that as a guidepost so that when someone gets worn out, when they want to quit, when they're so tired of being pushed, I can push them just a little bit farther because I know their why is a big deal. I know it's big and I know it's a big deal to them. I can push someone when I know that stuff about them. Someone can push me when they know what my motivation is. Hey, do you care about this or not? Damn it, I do. Okay, well, buckle down and get it done, right? Those are the conversations that we can have. 
So think about this at work. Seems a little counterintuitive. I don't know. Maybe I lost some people uh, when I told you what what I was going to talk about today. But hopefully you stuck with it. And hopefully you wrote some things down that you can implement into your world of work and utilize that as a way to connect with your team. And when you have those situations come up where people aren't performing at the level that you want, you can start to have these conversations and if you haven't already. And if you have, you can go back to these conversations and reference them as you're confronting issues that come up in someone's world of work. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. If you've got any questions, again, go to newworkrevolution.com, leave me a comment. And as always, look, if you like the show, do me a favor, rate it in iTunes. Don't keep it a secret. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Share it on LinkedIn. I appreciate any support that you are willing to give. So again, thank you for listening this week. Have a productive week connecting and building with your team. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.